Hello, everybody. We are Hi, here. friends. We are here with a very special guest today. But first, I am Jess. I'm Shasta. And we are the Chicks in Charge. And we are super excited to have Ashley uh, Cavezos here with us today. And so without further ado, I will go ahead and bring her on. Hey, Hi. Ashley. How are you? Good. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy How are Wednesday. you doing? And ha happy belated birthday, too. Thank you. Yes. How are you today? It's morning for me, but it's a celebration, right? It's a birthday, but it's the last one in my 30s. <laughs> That's so exciting. I just turned 30 this year, so I've got, I've got a few more years. <laughs> nice. So, Ashley, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody about you? Where did you come from? How did you get into auto? And um, just give a quick introduction of yourself. Yeah, sure. So I've been in automotive a little over 13 years. Um, I am from Texas. I, I am currently in Texas right now. I work, I'm the marketing director for Demontron Auto Group, a family owned, locally owned auto group here in Houston. But I actually relocated three years into my career from Corpus Christi to Minneapolis, Minnesota. And I worked for two groups out there. Um, really great journey. I'm, I'm super blessed for my time there. And, and uh, now I'm two months into being back back home with family. Wow, that's so much that's fun. That's amazing. I'm excited for you. I knew I know I was super surprised whenever you went to uh Demontron. Yeah, wow, what was that? Is it Demontron? Demontron. Demontron. Chances got it. <laughs> you had left Walzer. So I'm glad that you're back home with your family. That's awesome. Yeah, I I love Walzer, the organization and and the people there and everything that we did. Um, but I'd been gone for 10 years. My husband and I are both from South Texas. And so we're looking to, you know, grow our family. We're starting the adoption process. And as you start doing that, you're like, okay, I really need to be close to my family. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. That's super exciting stuff. Wow. Congratulations. Thank yes, you. That's amazing. And I know you did a ton of amazing stuff while you were at Walzer. They were so lucky to have you. Yeah, it was a, a dual partnership, right? We we did some really fun fun things and, and great things. And it was in a um, trying time. I joined Walzer in October of 2019. I had been with a, another group called Mori's Automotive Group for just shy of seven years. Um, and when I joined Walzer, um, it was a change, right? Single point of contact auto group. I had moved to Minnesota to help Maury's build their BDCs and build, you know, the process with our BDC, BDC director and, and the team and the leadership. And we, um, we dialed in our internet process really great, had some awesome, awesome wins there and things were changing and um, Join Walzer really helped them through their single point piece, right? They had dissolved their BDC a year prior and just needed some help with trying to get that digital process and strategy built. And so we worked on that, but then three months into it, um, the pandemic happened and ah. it was, you know, the crazy time I'm at this new company and we're going through all of this change and COVID happens and actually um, temporarily relocated during the pandemic to Wichita, Kansas, okay. which is um, crazy because I would commute every other week home to Minnesota to see my husband and my dogs. Um, and I would drive. It was about a 10 hour drive every other Friday. Wow, I could not even imagine doing that every other Friday. Yeah, everybody's at home. I'm seeing all the videos, right? Everybody's like enjoying this, like enjoying what they can, right? Making the most of a situation. And I'm in this new city 
by myself in this apartment. Um, but I, this, you know, we had a, a luxury campus in Wichita and they really needed some help with digital transformation. When I got in there, um, they were texting 30% of their customers. Like I was pulling numbers, right? Like what's our text to lead number? What are we doing with communication? And it was just like, there wasn't, um, a solidified process on what you do with internet leads. And we were like, we, I mean, y'all know, right. We were accelerated in digital. And so that yeah. was what I focused on with them for six months is, you know, how do we turn this process around? Because you are a luxury campus and your client expects a certain experience, but um, we have to use video. We have to use other tools that are out there to help deliver what that customer wants. Right. Absolutely. So, so tell me a little bit about, you know, what was your, what has been your game changer so far in this industry as far as elevating yourself professionally? Sorry, it cut out for me. <laughs> Can you say that last piece again? Yeah, I said, what was your, what has been your game changer so far being in the industry as far as, you know, professionally and personally? Um, I think for me, what really drives me when I, I mean, like most, right, automotive, you talk to somebody and, and automotive isn't a career they, they chose. They just landed in it. And that was a case for me. I um, was a temporary receptionist for my local Ford dealer. Like I was a college student looking for a job and just got connected with this temp job as a receptionist for them. And I was like, oh my gosh, like a car dealership, like we know the rap they have, like, okay, it's going to pay my bills. I'll do it. Um, but I got in there and I fell in love with the people and I realized the mindset that we have of buying a car is not actually like what, you know, yes, people obviously want to make money, but that's not everybody who's just trying to like, you know, snake their way through. And so that's really what drove me is understanding the customer journey and explaining it to the employees and the team so they could deliver that experience to the customer right away, right? And and right. have them understand where is this customer at? Um, and so I, I loved between my marketing experience and my customer experience, um, experience um, being able to bridge that gap between marketing and sales. And I think that is really something that's helped me succeed in every role that I've ever been on is just putting things in, in, in that mindset of this is why we do what we do, or this is where the customer was at in their journey. And this is how we need to follow up with them. Um, for example, we did, you know, we did, we have e-leads at Demontron. And so I brought everybody in last week with our e-leads rep and we did training across the group. And we talked a little bit about the importance of why we need to do things in the CRM, right? So, so many people are, um, we're so used to like using our cell phone to communicate with customers. That's not the case. It's not protecting the business. We always say, put it in the CRM, put it in the CRM. Yes, there's a reason for that. But now we have these new safeguards and nobody had explained that, you know, why we asked you to put in the CRM. And so it's those little things. Why is an appointment important? Well, your manager and your F&I team need to plan their day out. And if you don't explain that and you're just like, hey, we need you to put your appointments in. Well, what does it matter to the salesperson why they put their appointments in? They know who's coming in. Exactly. Right. Right. But do you want your customer to wait two to three hours for an F&I manager because you didn't put your appointment in and we let the F&I manager go early and now you only have one left? Right. Well, and there's such an importance, too, in, in you know, to backtrack a little bit. And I didn't want to stop you there, but the the 
collaboration between the marketing and the sales team. If, if the people who are working your leads, whether it be your sales team, whether it be your BDC, if they don't know the messaging that you have going on in your marketing, odds are they're not going to know how to properly respond to these leads. And, you know, the journey that the customer took to even become a lead and to get into your CRM. So those, those two departments, again, whether it's sales, BDC, whoever's handling those leads and whoever's doing the marketing to get the leads have to be cooperating together and know what each other is doing to know, are we on a united front? Absolutely. Yeah, I would get so upset when my like my BDC would be like, what is this lead source? I have no idea where this customer came from. And marketing added a new lead source and they never told us. So mm-hmm. I've learned through that experience, like always communicate, whether it, to your point, BDC or salespeople, they need to know, hey, we launched a new digital retelling tool. This is where the customer did and this is how they submitted their lead to us. Mm-hmm. Robin right. popped in and saying hi. She's downstairs. Um so fun fact, we're actually at the Elliott group right now. So um, I know my Wi-Fi is a little bit lag. That's probably why, but um, they have an amazing group here. But um, she's she's downstairs somewhere. I don't know where she left me, though. <laughs> Exciting. Hi, Robin. How funny. So, so, Ashley, you told me on the phone earlier, you never applied for a position in automotive. You just kind, <laughs> yeah, of, I mean, kind of fell in your lap. It's just, you know, through... Um, by chance an association, right? And I've been very fortunate with the relationships that we make. Um, and when I say auto fam, like I really do believe my yes. auto fam is my fam um, through every everything. And, and even, you know, today I was meeting with Tim Cox on a few things and he was like, we had a meeting with you. So I flew in because you are important and I wanted to be here in person. And that goes so much um, with your your partners and, and your relationships with your vendors. But just in general, um, I've been very fortunate. I got recruited, you know, to Minnesota to work for Maury's uh, by Ben Friedman. And he was just like, hey, like, I'm working for this group. I think you can help us. And you should think about joining Minnesota. And I was like, moving to Minnesota from Corpus Christi, Texas on the beach. Sounds um, No. I'm out, <laughs> right? And but, it's so cold. Uh, I know. So cold. And I was just like, I honestly, I told him no. And I thought about it. And I am led by faith in everything that I, I do and who I am. And literally felt called like, hey, like God is like, I open this door for you. Go check it out. Wow. Um, you know, and same thing, you know, even with Walzer, I get a phone call from Andrew Walzer wanting to talk. And I was just like, oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> Yeah. Um, So I've been very fortunate to just have great supporters and people who have helped. um, I just want to work hard and serve my teams. And, you know, by by chance, it's it's worked out that somebody's made a connection to help me get where I am. This this automotive family is amazing. And I mean, we talk about it all the time and the friendships that we've gathered, the um, I mean, some of these people, if not most of them that I'm connected with are closer family. Um, you know, the, the relationships that we've been able to build here and how everybody, not everybody, but how a lot of people are willing to help each other out and connect. And, um, you know, we meet such like-minded people and, you know, get connected with people like you and, and others in the industry who are just amazing and are doing great things, not just for dealerships, but for other people who are coming up in the industry. Mm-hmm. Totally. I mean, that is why I, I at Walzer, I serve with our ERG Women of Walzer, 
right? And we know there's a need for more women in automotive, and it's why I serve with Wocan as well. Um, but it's, it's, I think, showing that there are people that aren't the stereotype of what you think it's always been like, mm-hmm. right? Yes. There are amazing people in this industry, um, and we cheerlead each other on. Even as I've been at Demontron, it's been two months, and it's a new role. I've never been a marketing director, like, where all of this is on me, right? Like, obviously, I've managed marketing for my store. I've helped and supported it through other um, roles, but there are things that I, I know everything I'm doing but there are things I am also needing to freshen up myself on. And it's so great to know that I can just call or text somebody and just like, Hey, like I'm struggling with this. Can you help me out? And it's no, no money tied to it. Like they just want to help, help out. Absolutely. I I think that's one of the, my favorite things about the industry is that at any point in time, there's always somebody that you can call that will help you. And if they don't have the answer, they're going to point you in the right direction to find it. Yeah. And make another connection. So Ashley, you said something about Wocan. Can you touch on that a little bit? Tell us a little bit about what Wocan is and, um, you know, who do you guys cater to and how can you get involved? Yeah, so Wocan is Women of Color Automotive Network, and it's a really great organization that um, Carrie Wise from AutoFi, Amanda Gordon um, from Gojo Auto, Patrice Banks, um, Powerhouse Girls Auto Clinic, and Erica Wells, who is a GSM for, for Walzer Automotive Group, but they started Wocan as they kind of saw that there is this opportunity and we have, you know, women in automotive are about 15 to 20% of the workforce. Maybe it's gotten a little bit higher, but the last report I saw, we were closer to like maybe the 20%. Women of color are 6% of the workforce. 6%, right? And it's kind of an eye opener for you. And I look at myself and being a Latina in automotive, and um, there are times that I wish I had had somebody that I can talk through um, certain situations with. And oftentimes I'm the only person of color in the room, the only woman of color in the room. And so it's just how do we break through um, that ceiling a little bit more and show what what there is to offer within this industry that you just don't know. And you don't know that there are spaces that are willing to welcome you with open arms. Um, and so with Wocan, it's about, you know, helping recruit, retain and attract more women of color to automotive. And we're, we have a lot of really great programs in place that we are doing this year. We've started some new committees and we're trying to even attract and we're working with schools for, you know, middle school and high school kids and getting people into you know, technicians and the trade schools and all of these different um, mindsets that we want to help start that conversation sooner. I love that. That's super awesome. Yeah, I also put the website for Wocan in the comments here as well. So if anybody is interested and would like to go check it out, they do have a form on the page where you can enter your information for them to reach out to you directly. Yeah, and it's not just, I want to make sure I state, it's not just for women of color. Um, We are here for, we want our allies to be a part of it because we can't do this alone. And there are some amazing allies um, in in here, you know, in in our industry um, who are are living and eating and sleeping, doing the work every day. And so um, I don't want anybody to be put off by the fact that this is only for women of color. We want to bring y'all into the conversation. We want this to be a space where we can all work together. That's awesome. And I love that you add that in because it's it, when Wokian first came out, I was like, oh, 
I can't be a part of that. I'm, I'm white. <laughs> so I'm sure I'm not the only one that had that thought, right. but there's other, um, you know, white women, I guess is really the only way to say it, but <laughs> other white women out there who may have the same thought like, oh, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to have to just stay with a different women in automotive community because I'm not a woman of color and, you know, don't want to be pushing myself somewhere where I'm not, um, you know, where I'm not a part of that minority, but we are the allies, you know, as long as we're helping getting your guys's voices out there and um, bringing up all women in this industry. Um, and that's really what our passion is, is, is how can we get more women involved um, and, and more, you know, recognition than what people are willing to give themselves even. And that's what we see is, is even with ourselves, like we think that, um, you know, maybe my voice isn't significant enough or, you know, I'm not, I'm not a part of that crew or I'm not important enough to be on that level when other people are already looking to us as mentors. And so it, yeah. it takes each other, each of us pulling each other up and, Hey, do you know so-and-so? Hey, do you know so-and-so? This is a really important woman. She's kicking ass and she's taking names. You need to know her. Absolutely. And that's what it's about, right? Just, just making that little connection. Um, I love, and it's so funny because I've been told this before by quite a few people. They're like, you are a connector of people, but I think we need to be because yeah. my network span so far, right? Your network spans so far, but together we can create an even larger network of people exactly. who Absolutely. just continue to connect and, and help each other out in whatever way that is. And um, yeah, it, when it comes to the allies and, and it's not even just um, white women, it's, it's men too, right? I mean, we look yeah. at, so we're having our second annual event at the NAMAD event in, in Miami, the NAMAD convention. Um, and that is just a, a huge kudos to that organization. They're, you know, helping support us and they're giving us a room to host our event um, there. And it, it was incredible last year. I look back on that and we're planning this year and I'm like thinking about all those feelings, but we had a sold out room of 75, you know, women of color and women and men um, in this room, but majority women of color and, and just women all together in this room, feeling all the emotions of what this moment meant. And now we are expanding that room and we're hoping for 150 people because we had to turn away, you know, people. And so wow. it's just really cool to see that come together and see people come to us like, Hey, how can I help? What can I do for Wocan? Um, what can we do to help, you know, get the word out to people? Cause y'all know as women in any space, we think about a role for ourselves, we feel like we have to be like 110% qualified, right? And so it's just planting those seeds and those connections that you mentioned, Chasta, of um, letting somebody know they might be a good fit for, um, for a role or for an opportunity or just to connect with somebody. We often, our, our confidence is not where, where, it, where we are ourselves, right? So helping bring that to each other. I love that. And Bobby also, uh, she posted the link in here for the luncheon as well. Yes. Thank you, if Bobby. Yeah. If you're listening on the replay, can't see comments. It is wocautonetwork.com backslash 2023 luncheon, L-U-N-C-H-E-O-N. So visit that link and get registered for that event at the NAMAD show. That's super exciting. You are up to big things always, Ashley. Love hearing about them. So on our call earlier today, Ashley, you kind of mentioned, 
one of the things that you're the most passionate about is getting buy-in from your team and explaining the why to your team before you bring on any vendor, before you bring on any new process. I want to touch on that a little bit. You know, how do you get buy-in from your team? Yeah, I think it's communication. And sometimes we're not always the best at communicating to the right people or ensuring there's a plan. We're so reactive um, in in what we're doing sometimes. And we have to think this through. How is this going to impact my people, right? I know what it's going to do for my business. I know what this process or this tour, this lead source is going to do for my business. But what about my people? And so anytime I think about doing any kind of process change or implementation, I make sure I, I kick it off right, right? Like leadership, here is what I need from you. Here is the message. Here is how it impacts you. Here's what we need to do next, right? Sales managers or whoever it is you're impacting, right? And then we're going to go mid, mid-level mid management. And now we go to our front lines. But it's got to start from the top down. And you have to make sure everybody understands that. A lot of times we just go straight to you know our leadership and we expect them to bring the message down. Um, but sometimes they don't have the right tools or the verbiage. And it's just making sure everybody is on the same page of why we're doing what we're doing. Um, because if not, it's just going to become something that is going to be gone in 30, 60, 90 days, and it's not going to stick. Yes. Um, and also not being afraid to do the job with them, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes we have that, and that is, I've, I was on the retail side, on the front lines for, what, nine years? I've only been on the corporate side, maybe the last um, five years or so, but Um, That is one thing that always has stayed with me on this side is I am not going to ask anybody to do something I am not willing to do myself. I want videos sent. I am sending videos to you, right? If I want this process done, I need to be right there with you and, and do it with you and make sure we all feel comfortable on that aspect. So like last week, I brought a video to our sales team. I'm like, hey, I want us to send more videos. So I'm going to work through it. Well, the tool, you know, they had some questions about the tool. Great. Let's, when I'm there, let's walk through this together. Let's figure out what is the best way to send a video. And then let's make sure we document it and everybody understands, hey, this is going to be the easiest way to do it. But you have to be willing to share that communication to everybody, do it with them and also take feedback because a lot of times we don't want to hear the feedback. We don't want to hear the grunts and they don't want to give it to us because they feel like no change is going to come from from it. Absolutely. That's and true. I think that goes back to the speed of the leader. Wow, I like that. 100%. I love that. Well, Ashley. I wanted to ask you something, and now, I'm, now I can't remember what it was. It was, um, I'm going to make myself out. Hold on. I got to go back to my questions because I wanted to ask you something and find time. <laughs> also, I'm like loving your shirt, and I like need need one of those stat <laughs> they're, they're on the chicks in charge Facebook. are they okay order, yeah you can order it from there I'm we're gonna like, give I you a am... secret little discount code for <laughs> I'll, I'll send you a discount code for them but yeah i'm sure y'all can relate so, to a lot of that too especially with being on the bdc side of it right and mm-hmm. people not understanding why like why are you doing this why do they need to work my right. leads they're not your leads right it's the businesses leads and we need to make sure our customers are getting taken care of but this is why you know or like i think about even ai i incorporated ai into the sales process and and people were a little frustrated about it 
And sorry, I got his knees. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. You have to wait till I'm done. I usually do eight or nine. But um, but I was thinking about AI and I had to just the message was this is going to help make your life easier. If you can focus on the 80 and not the 20, right? Keep exactly. doing your thing with your customers. Let the AI help with the stuff that you can't do or while you're busy with a customer. You know, same thing goes for BDC. BDC is going to set appointments for you and they're going to make sure that customer is getting follow up when you can't follow up with them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. exactly. So what would you say, um, you know, whether it's BDC or the marketing team or, you know, any position in the store, say we have somebody brand new coming into the industry. What is the biggest piece of advice that you think you have to offer for um, a, a, a newbie to the industry? Oh, my gosh. Um I think it's being open-minded to change because we change so fast Mm -hmm. and watching what's going on with the customer outside of buying a car. And that's why we have to be open-minded, right? Like what is, what are they doing in their day-to-day life? Because what they're doing in their day-to-day life is going to impact how they want to buy a car. And if we can't deliver that experience, it's, they're not going to continue. Nope. working with us. That's exactly. so important. I mean, Shasta Shasta preaches that day in and day out, day out is that you have to know your customers. You have to know what it, your customer journey in order to succeed at at this position. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it's just being open-minded. We have as y'all know, we have to adapt quickly. Absolutely. Well, exactly. and Shasta says, you know, Shasta all the time, she talks about how starting and marketing has helped her develop so much more in the BDC realm. So I know that she related so much to that earlier, whenever you said that, that that, that has helped you so much because I know how much it has helped her grow and learn her her job as well. Yeah, I mean, and fun fact for, for me is I grew up in radio and TV. My grandfather was one of the first Spanish FM radio stations in the country. And so um, I grew up on a radio station with my dad. I grew up going to the events. And so I think marketing Ashley and people Ashley is like was born out of that. And it's what's made me a lot of who I am today. But um, I've always just thought about the people at at the end of it. So um, and that's where it ties into is, you know, when you're in broadcasting, it's about your community. Absolutely. Yeah. Bobby wants, know, Bobby wants to know if you are attending um, Ignition Automotive Conference this year. Um, I'm not sure. I will have to take that. Take a look at that, Bobby. <laughs> is that the one that is the it's revolutionary because it's like no vendors allowed? I don't know. One day and one it's in one week in Texas. OK, I will have to take a look. I'm supposed to fly to Minnesota next week. Um, to get my house wrapped up to close on it. So I need to check. Bobby check says, yes, Shasta, it is. Yep. So that yeah. is, if you're a dealer who wants to play around with conferences, um, but you're afraid of getting over inundated by vendors, which is weird coming from a vendor, but um, this conference is is great place for you. They are not allowing vendors at this one. Uh, they're <laughs> taking sponsorships, but um, this one is a, is a, um, a, a facilitated I love that. That's a really good concept. Sorry. 
Robin was telling me where she was going. <laughs> but yes, that, that idea for a concept is phenomenal. And Bobby says, use my promo, Bobby, B-O-B-B-I-E dash hookup for a discount or hit her up and she will sponsor you. Ooh. Yeah, if you're watching. There you go. There's an one there if you are watching right now. That's super cool, Bobby. Thank you. Yes. All right. Absolutely. Ashley, we have absolutely loved having you on the show. We appreciate you taking the time out of your day to join us and bring all of your knowledge to the table here with us. We're super excited. Um, so I guess without further ado, we'll go ahead and wrap up. But beforehand, I want you to let people know where can they reach you at if anybody has any additional questions, whether it be about WOCAN or maybe just mentorship with you. Yeah, I would say re definitely reach out to me on LinkedIn. Um, that is going to be the best place to, to get a hold of, of me right now as I'm changing through all of my, you know, texts and all the contact infos and everything. But if you reach out to me on LinkedIn, you'll be able to find me there. And I just want to thank y'all. Um, I love what y'all are doing with Chicks in Charge in this podcast, and it is awesome to see y'all killing it. So just just keep doing what you're doing and bringing these conversations forward. Thanks so much, Ashley. Thank We're super so excited. We're super excited for the opportunity to be able to do this. And I know that Shasta and I both have a huge vision for Chicks in Charge, and we're excited to see how it continues to grow. All right. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap up. In a world where you can be anything, be kind. So whenever you go out into the world this week, remember to light it up. I am Jess. I'm Shasta. And that's Ashley. Have a great night, guys. Thank y'all.